and welcome back everyone to the 12th episode of the 7%. My name is Jed. And this is Angela. And this is also the fourth episode of season two. And today we have the lovely and beautiful Sydney Kavanaugh with us. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and um, we want to introduce you. So just say your name, uh, what year you are, what you're studying, and also a fun fact. Okay. Um, hi guys, my name is Sydney. I am a senior. Oh my goodness. Woo woo. Oh, that makes me so anxious. Anyways, <laughs> um, I am a dramatic arts major, but I'm minoring in education, so I'm going to be a teacher eventually. And a fun fact. Yes, ma'am. My fun fact is actually that I am engaged. Woo! <laughs> All right, I'll add in some like applause in, in editing for that. Yes. Okay, so yeah, that's great. That's going to be exactly what we're going to talk about today. But before we jump into that, Angela, why don't you give a quick recap of what we did last week? Yeah, um, last week we were also talking about dating. Um, we did part two of that with Ryan and Jordan. Um, and we talked about a bunch of things like how do friendships change when you go from singleness to dating, um, that friendship with that person that you're dating now, and friendships outside of that, and how we shouldn't be in isolation and still be in community even though you have um, less time um also we talked about when you should make the move mm-hmm. if that's the thing and what do we mean by that also opinions on dating apps and uh opinions on high school relationships yeah and so a lot of a lot of <laughs> small juicy ones yes, a lot in last week's is um but today we have sydney and like she said she is engaged mm-hmm. and so this is a great way i think for us to round out this series and the one question that I do want to keep the same across the three episodes is what do you think dating is or how would you define that? Uh, that is such a hard question. Okay, fun fact. Also, I hate dating. <laughs> I think okay. dating is the worst. I have loved dating my, like dating my fiance. His name is Caleb, just so you all know. Caleb. Um, we've never met him, by yeah. the way. Third <laughs> fun fact. Yeah, no one know. has met him because we are long distance. So that's fun. <laughs> um, but dating is like... I mean, you date to find who you're going to marry and not right. just like find who and like test the waters and see. But like dating is a serious thing of like, I'm seeing if this is going to be the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what it's for. But it it's so annoying. OK, so actually, let, let's start with that. then. Yeah. So what why the uh, angst against dating? <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK, so I dated some boys and boys in high school okay 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 yes (laughs) so that was fun um but it was just like so dumb i was like oh i'm totally dating to like figure out who i'm gonna marry like Mm. i'll find something in them of either this is what i want in my husband or this is like not what i want in my husband which is like good to like do that but Mm. also i knew i wasn't gonna marry them so Mm. it was like why did i even date them in the first place because i was like what 16 now I'm 22. If I had dated them that whole time, this would have been six years. Yeah. And me, myself, I could not do that. Mm-hmm. I know other people can, and I am so impressed with them, but I cannot do that myself. What What does that mean? Because, like, from my perspective, marriage is yeah. infinite. So that's yeah. more than six years. But, like, so what are you kind of coming from with that? Well, within dating, you start to, like, get to know the person more intimately and, mm-hmm. like, on a deeper level. But there's also those boundaries you have to keep up of, like, the physical boundaries, the emotional boundaries, mm-hmm. even, like, spiritual boundaries. And those get, like, harder and harder and harder to keep up the longer you date because you, like, fall in love with them more and more. Yeah. Um, which is an awesome and amazing thing. But to, like, keep those boundaries for six years is so difficult because you're also training yourself 
to keep those boundaries up so that yeah, when you exactly. do get married it's like okay well now all those boundaries are gone and what do we do now mm -hmm. so it's hard yeah and jordan also mentioned that last week yeah. we, she's like yeah she's dating chase for two years now and getting kind of that point like time is like kind of not on their side like yeah. they want to get married yeah it's so hard and that's the same with being engaged because like you're yearning to be with this person mm -hmm. um and like you still technically can't yep and it's so hard so like dating for a longer period of time like makes it to where it's more and more difficult the longer right. you do it all right what else what else what is to have against that <laughs> what is what what else do you have what? against dating oh culture? against dating yes um it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to like, yeah, it is, but it's, it it's expensive. You got to go on all these dates to That's have right. like all these adventures and fun uh -huh. and buying food. <laughs> oh That's my right. gosh. It uh, bites the dust in that one. <laughs> so, but it's mostly just like how, like the connection you start making with the person to like potentially like end up breaking up with them or them breaking mm. up with you. And like within marriage, like it's a covenant that can't be or should be broken. Um, but dating, it's like such an easy out. All you have to mm -hmm. say is, uh, I'm not really feeling this. And then you can just end it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, this is so risky all the time. Yeah. And I just don't like that. <laughs> mm. So, mm. so would you say that people should just get married early and quickly? No. No, I mean, you have to make sure you're actually ready and in that mm -hmm. stage. But I would say don't start dating until you're, like, about to be in that stage or are in that stage. Okay. So, like, if I could go back and tell my high school self, like, don't date and, like, here's the reasons why, like, I would totally do that because if I had, like, continued dating that like them, also they weren't good men, like, boys. Mm -hmm. They were not the ones to marry they're um, not even 18 yeah. <laughs> they're not even legal <laughs> i know but they weren't the ones that were for me um mm -hmm. but it's yeah just don't my advice is like don't actually start dating until you're about in that spot because then it gets harder and harder mm -hmm. the longer you date because you're gonna want to be married more but if you're not there financially or you're not there like i mean graduating is important so like if you're not there to where you can't graduate and be, be able to like support each other and everything like it is just difficult right so right i don't think you shouldn't date just maybe not date until you're almost ready to get married and that doesn't mean like okay i'm gonna date this person in six months we're gonna get engaged and then we're gonna get married in five more months like no it's like okay at this point in my life i could get married in like a year yeah so let me start yeah. i can like start dating with the hopes that i could get married in a year yeah how do you know that though like how do you know you're in the spot where you're ready uh, that's a hard question. Um, for me, I was just like, okay, so I'm graduating in two years. Um, and that itself is like a good time to get married. A lot of people, a lot of Christians do that. Mm -hmm. Um, because like the timing of it is really good of like finding a job so you can find a job near each other and then you're going to have to move into a new place so you can move in together, um, all after you're married. Um, <laughs> and like all of that stuff just lines up well. And then you also have to like know yourself emotionally and spiritually to be like okay could i handle being married to someone in two years or like in one year mm -hmm. or something like that mm -hmm. um because it does take a lot and like you have to prepare yourself for that and everything um but also you have to guess for yourself because you won't know for the other person until they tell you that or something so mm -hmm. right 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 yeah 
Okay, and so our next question, so we're gonna segue a little bit to different. Yeah. Just in general, your experience with being long distance with Caleb. And so the previous are people that we've had on. Um, they're all around the area. Yeah. And so they get to see each other a lot more often. So yeah. what was your experience with that like? And like, what do you think the differences are between yeah. like actually being in close proximity and yeah. then also doing the long distance thing? Yeah. Um, okay. So Caleb lives in Georgia. He goes to UGA. Um, so we're like a five to six hour drive from each other, which isn't the worst. It's not. But it's a good like you got to go for a long weekend kind of thing. Mm, yeah. um, so... It has been an adventure, to say the least. But so we've been dating for, I say dating still, even though we're engaged, um, because I always think you should date the person you're like marrying because you need to go on dates and get to know them more and flirt with them and stuff. But anyways, we've been dating for a little over a year and a half now. So that means we've been doing long distance for over a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, But what we do um, is we visit once a month. So I went and visited him in January. So he's coming in February. Then I'll go in March. Then he'll come in May. So we switch off so it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like a huge burden to have to, like, go visit them every single month. Because gas is a lot of money. And it's a lot of time to spend in a car by yourself. Um, but you get to listen to some really good podcasts. You could even listen to this one. Ha ha. Oh, wow. Plug. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, We're but, not paying her, by the way. We're yeah. not paying her. No. Uh, not, no, yet. No. not yet. Nice. <laughs> I'll keep you word for that. Um, but it's interesting because basically everything changes. Like your communication changes because, praise the Lord, we have technology now. Mm-hmm. My parents were long distance too, but they had to send letters to each other, which we oh, actually still wow. do. Caleb and I actually mail letters Aww, to each other which is really sweet, sweet. Yeah. but my parents were like back in the day so they really had to send letters to each <laughs> yeah, other like or like pay for a phone call mm-hmm. so i was like dang i don't know how y'all did that but so we rely a lot on facetime mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. so you know like most couples do like a date a week kind of thing to where they go on a date together and it can be really chill but they like set aside time for the two of them to spend alone together mm-hmm. Well, Caleb and I do the same thing, but we do it with FaceTime. So we call them our FaceTime dates and we will like set a chunk of like three hours to where we do nothing but sit on FaceTime together and hang out with each other. Sometimes we'll eat dinner at the same time. So then it's like we're on like a dinner date, which is so cute. I know. Um, But that helps a lot because it's like, okay, we're still getting like the quality time together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, with the quantity kind of thing. So that like definitely helps with that. And then if there's, like, bigger conversations we need to have, we can have it during that time, too. Um, and then right now, we're actually at the point to where we call every single day, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. like, before we go to bed, because he's student teaching right now. And oh, then, shoot. Yeah, which is awesome. So I, like, can't talk to him throughout the whole day. Yeah. So then at the end of the night, um, we just, like, call to, like, do a, like, check-in and see how the day was and just talk for, like, 10, 15 minutes. Um, so that helps a ton. But our communication level has been really really good from the very very start okay um because well we had to be brutally honest with each other as we were like doing this because we were like okay if we're gonna drive six hours to see each other mm-hmm. six hours there and six hours back that's yeah. literally half a day oh, that's a lot. Um, that's yeah a lot. 
So we were like, we have to be honest about where we're at in this relationship and like where we see this going because I don't want to continue driving this much. And, and like wasting my time. Yeah, like, and not that it would be a waste because you'll learn something oh, and all that kind of stuff, you know. But yeah, wasting my time with all of this. So we were like, okay, we have to be honest with each other. So from the very start, we were like, okay, this is where I feel like I'm at. This is where you're at. Okay, are we at the same spot? And then also like... When you're in person with someone, you can see their like facial expressions and the way their body is and yeah, yeah, how yeah. they're feeling. And like he can't see that of me because he's not physically there with me. Mm -hmm. So I have to be like, okay, today I'm feeling a little sad. I don't know why, but like if I snap a little, like I'm so sorry, but this is why. And just like talking about things that you wouldn't really talk about usually if you're not mm -hmm. long distance. So our communication level has been like really, really good. Also, long distance very much helps with physical boundaries because mm. you can't do anything because you're not together. <laughs> That's right. You're physically separate. Physically, yes. Physically. So it helps a ton with that. So that's been something we've been really thankful for. Mm. So, mm. but yeah, it's not the most fun. I definitely don't recommend it, mm. but also it's definitely possible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I mean, mm. we've been doing it. We're engaged. We're getting married. So it's possible it's just not you're not gonna love it all the time right. and also i want to say like you brought up a good point of the communication yeah that sometimes even couples who are not long distance yeah um they automatically assume that because they're already close yeah that they don't need to communicate as much and yeah and also like lead itself astray whereas yeah. you know that communication is always constantly important mm -hmm. to know where um both sides are in that yeah. relationship yeah uh, that's a good point Angela, have anything to add? No, I'm just learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, actually, I had a question for you. Yeah. Because like, we're talking about long distance, but then what if, I don't know if, if you had this conversation before, like, you decided to get engaged or, like, mm -hmm. all of that. Um, but, like, what if he, for example, he, he goes, he's not, maybe if he, if he wasn't studying what he is right now. Yeah. Maybe he was going to med school or something else. Yeah. Or maybe it felt called to, I don't know, be a missionary or, or going to a different, um, I don't know, ministry. Uh -huh. Would that, like, would that affect the way, like, you went about, um, or, like, what would that affect your relationship with him? Like, mm. would, would that be able to, would you be able to work out with, with that? Yeah. Yeah, so we're actually kind of almost going to have to deal with something like that. So oh, okay. he's a teacher. Well, he's going to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. So we think it's going to be pretty simple for him to get a job here, to be able to move to, like, Chapel Hill area so I can stay here next year. Um, because I think I'm going to intern with crew, which is exciting. <gasps> um, not positive about it yet, but, yeah. So <laughs> we're hoping that he can move here. But that involves him having to get, like, a teaching licensure in North Carolina. Right. Oh. Um, which is a little complicated, but not super complicated, yeah. but he still has to do it. So if something happens to where he can't get that licensure here, like then that means he can't move to North Carolina and that like is almost kind of what you're saying in like a different yeah. sense. But ultimately like I will move with him. Like wherever he's mm -hmm. going, like mm -hmm. we're engaged at this point. Like yeah, this wherever point, yeah. he goes, I'm going. Um and I don't know if like that would have been the complete mindset while just dating because there is no real, real like commitment, commitment. Yeah, with yeah, dating. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there was like a while where we knew we were heading towards engagement uh -huh. where I would have been like, okay, if you're going to like Illinois, I'm going to Illinois with you. Um, and just like figuring out how we're going to do that together rather than like, okay, let's do like 10 more years of long distance. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. That yeah. Huge yikes. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I feel like if if you're both being called different ways, yeah, even though like the relationship is going well and everything, yeah. you feel like you could uh, be potentially married to this person. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's uh, a reason to not. Yeah, that's difficult because I mean knowing your calling is so difficult um, mm-hmm. because. Whatever you're doing, as long as you're doing it for the glory of God, like that is your calling. Because yeah. like our ultimate calling is to serve the Lord and like spread His gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you can do that doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like I'm supposed to be a teacher and that I'm supposed to like intern with Crew next year. But I also definitely feel like Caleb is the one I'm supposed to be marrying. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the Bible says, like he should like when you get married, like your spouse is the first like the person you should put above like anything else yep. or anyone else um except for the lord obviously, obviously. always put the lord obviously. First. obviously obviously um but <laughs> yeah i feel like he uh, it's so hard but i feel like i would still go where he wants to go yeah and put off what i feel is my even though it's yeah. not really my calling or maybe it is but find like another way that the Lord might be calling me to. Um, And just like spending a lot of time in prayer in that and like seeking advice, I think. But that's like a hard situation. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking in general. I mean, you you guys are committed already, I think. Yeah. Well, in some sense, yeah. Yeah. And you guys are both, you you both want to get married. Yeah, yeah. Um, But in in other relationships, I I feel like that could be an issue. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something to think about yeah so what yeah what questions did you guys like what co- what was the conversation like behind oh are we at a point where we do want to be engaged and want to marry mm-hmm. considering you know et cetera et cetera future circumstances that might be changing like um what was going through your mind as you're like okay potentially caleb might not be able to be here so then i'd have to leave quote unquote my dreams or whatever yeah. to follow him yeah, so what, what were some of those conversations like? Yeah, so we started having those conversations this past summer a lot. Um, I was further along than he was, which okay. was hard for me. Because mm. um, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to get married to this dude. Like, yes, but he was like, oh, gosh, marriage. Yeah. Ah, the responsibility. <laughs> ah. And I feel like that's a lot of what it was. And he was looking a lot at the like logistics of it and everything like that. While I was like, yeah, I want to get married to this man that I love. Mm-hmm. So it was a good balance in the end. Mm-hmm. But um, it was hard. It was hard conversations. They weren't like always the best because I was like, why aren't you at the spot that I'm at? I don't understand. Um, while he is like working through things in his mind of like, okay, well, how would I provide for you? Because like he is the man. So he was like, how am I going to provide for you? Can I provide for you? Am I like spiritually ready to be able to make this commitment? And like all this kind of stuff where I was like, you got this. You're good. Let's do this. And he was like, I have to know how I'm doing all of this. So it was really difficult for a while of like watching his brain like work Uh through uh it while I was just like sitting there like patiently waiting. Oh my gosh, the Lord taught me so much with patience during that, which is beautiful. But it was a lot different for Mm. both of us like going through that but it was just like the first conversation was like okay so do you see this as us potentially really getting married and both of us were like yeah definitely and i was like okay well when and i was like i'm thinking this (laughs) summer like this this summer coming up not Uh, the summer that we were in um and he was like uh (laughs) and i was like oh okay (laughs) good (laughs) great 
And then it got like slowly more in depth of like, okay, well, why are you thinking this way? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. what is your hesitation? Okay, have you talked to anyone about this? And then he was also asking me like the same questions like, okay, have you really talked to anyone about this? Have you really thought this through? Kind of stuff, which is good. But yeah. it was a lot of like logistical things as we were like talking about it as well. Mm -hmm. Also like, okay, well, why do we want to get married? Like, do we really want to make this like covenant with each other what is this covenant for like what does it look like um and like how is our mission for the lord better together than it is like mm -hmm. separate um and just like stuff like that was a lot of like the conversations to like see if we were like fully actually ready to do this yeah can you so. can you um elaborate more on two of those questions yeah so uh the one about what the purpose of marriage is yeah and like why did you want to get married mm -hmm. I think those two are like yeah i would love to hear so the purpose of marriage is um, what I like see it as a lot is like you become one when you get married. Mm -hmm. um, you are no longer like separate, but you are reunite reuniting um, the flesh together and the spirits together and all of that good jazz. So you're becoming one. So your mission for the Lord mm -hmm. um, is no longer completely separate from each other, but it's together. Um, so the point of marriage is also to like okay to go on this mission together and to work together and build off each other and fight for each other and fight with each other um but also to reflect what christ in the church is mm -hmm. so i think mm -hmm. it's Eph ephesians talks about it um is it four or five i think it's five i think it's five i don't know um, let me look it up keep, keep going keep okay going. so ephesians talks about it but how um the man like the husband reflects christ and the woman reflects the church um, and so this Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. Ooh, nice. Okay. Good job, team. <laughs> Woohoo. Um, but how we're supposed to reflect um, like the church following Christ and being obedient and um, how Christ is a servant to the church as well mm -hmm. and um, how the church is a servant to, to Christ as well. Um, but that's a lot of what like marriage is supposed to reflect within that. Um and like that covenant that is like completely made with marriage of like the covenant that Christ has with the church of like he is never gonna leave the church or betray the church. Right, right. Um and like that's what marriage is supposed to be as well, of like never leaving, never betraying, um, always loving, always serving, kind of thing. Um and then for how we like kind of wait, what was the second question again? Uh why did you guys want to get married? Yes, why do we want to get married? Well, first, because we love each other. Oh, yes. And also <laughs> because at this point, we think that it's more glorifying to the Lord for us to become married than to keep dating and be separated. That's huge. Um, I like that. Because while you're dating and while you're engaged, you're kind of just like in this temptation mm -hmm. like place. It's like Jesus in the wilderness. Like yeah. you're in this wilderness being constantly tempted by the devil um and like jesus was there for 40 days 40 nights um and it was good to be in there and to like be tempted but also he left and yeah. like he wasn't there forever um and that's kind of like what we feel like with this as well of like okay we don't want to be in this place of temptation forever because it's not healthy for us and it's right. not glorifying to the lord um at all points and marriage is much more glorifying and we just feel like we are ready um and our hearts are literally yearning for each other which is so cool um but yeah we just feel like 
we're going to be able to glorify the Lord more together than we will be able to separate when it comes to our relationship, which is like really cool to like think about how we're going to do that together. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, bonus question. Yeah. Fun question. What do you like about Caleb? <gasps> oh, what do I like about him? Um, he is a man who's actually really for the Lord. Um, his heart, just the conversations we have, even when they're not like Christ-centered conversations, I think yeah, they're always sure. Christ-centered conversations, right. but when they're not like specifically about the Bible or anything like that, you can still like hear the Holy Spirit talking through him, um, which is so cool. That and is I, really like, cool. I love that about him. Also, he loves his mom so well. Like, oh my gosh, I've gone and like visited his house like multiple times mm -hmm. and just seeing the way that like he loves his mother is like really encouraging to me of like how well he's going to be able to love me. Right. Yeah. Um, which is like That's really huge. good. Also, he's just really goofy and funny. Um, <laughs> That's a perfect match right there. All right. <laughs> Let's just end the podcast right there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest part is his heart for the Lord. Um, and then how everything just follows underneath that and flows from that. So, yeah. Which is like mm -hmm. so typical. But that should be your main purpose. Like your main thing to find in someone should be their heart for the Lord. Yeah. Because then yeah. everything else should flow from that. So. Mm. All right, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna take us back to yeah. when we all first met. Yeah. And so, um, we have a question here that says, "How do we meet new people or find people that we would want to potentially date or marry?" Yeah. And you don't have to answer that straight up, but yeah. kind of just like, um, I would love to hear more about your story about how you guys first met and like yeah. kind of that initial like conversation uh -huh. and how that eventually led up. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but we are a camp couple. So we met at camp. I did camp. know that. I did know that, actually. I'm very proud of <laughs> yeah, myself too. for that one. <laughs> yes. So we are a camp couple. Um, camp couples don't always work out, but we got lucky. So woo -hoo. Okay. For, um, for, um, for those of us who are not familiar, can you, can you yeah, explain Yeah. So we both worked at this camp. Um, for the He worked, worked at it the past three summers, but I worked at it the past two summers. It's called Camp Oak Hill. Um, it's in Oxford, North Carolina. It is a Christian camp. So I... Like, going into it, I knew he was a Christian. Um, mm -hmm. But also, I definitely did not want to date anyone from camp. I was like, oh, oh no, like, these boys are dumb, like, yucky. I'm not going to date them. <laughs> like, no. Because I was like, I'm here for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I definitely still was when <laughs> of we course, ended up of course. dating. But I was like, kids come my first. mind is, huh? Kids come first. <laughs> kids come first, always. <laughs> FTK for the kids. Um, But my mindset was very much not for dating when I met Caleb. I was like, oh, he's going to be a cool friend. Cool. Um, and his mindset coming in was he's, he met me. And I don't know if you guys know me, but I'm pretty loud. Oh, um, she's very loud. I'm very loud. <laughs> um, but he met me and he goes, oh, gosh, she's very loud and obnoxious. This is going to be an, an interesting <sighs> summer is basically what he said. <laughs> and I was like. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we both weren't looking at each other to yeah, date, yeah, which yeah. was like really cool. Um, so it meant that we were looking at each other as friends and like mm -hmm. a child of God, which I think is what we should be doing when you're looking for someone to date and marry mm -hmm. is like looking at them first as like, okay, you are a son of God. Okay. You are a daughter of God. Mm -hmm. Um, and seeing them as that identity before like, Ooh, is this someone I could possibly date? Like, Ooh, she's pretty. Ooh, he's handsome. Ooh, funny. Right, right, right. Like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you should be seeing them as like in the light that the Lord shines on them. Um, and I think that's a lot of what Caleb and I did. Like I got to see him serve kids constantly yep. and like go out into the backfield and pick up the balls when no one else was picking up the balls. 
um and just like seeing him goof off and be funny and like interact with these like kids all the time and like even co-counselors and like serving them um and like stuff like that and just the way he interacted with me as a friend and stuff so I got to see a lot of what his heart looked like um which is what you get to do in friendships like you get to see how someone really is um and I think that's what you should be doing when you're looking for someone to date um so don't actually look to date them look to be their friend right I actually don't think the friend zone is a bad place to be in I think it's a really good place to be in because that's when you get to know what they're like really like because they're not trying to impress you at that exactly. point yep. like Caleb was not trying to impress me I was not trying to impress him he probably saw me looking my absolute worst because that's what camp is um, <laughs> True. but it's like you get to see their heart more and like yeah. what they're actually like when they're not trying to impress someone. exactly like they're actually being themselves yeah because that's how they hang out with their friends like, yeah that's their personality mm-hmm. so i definitely think that when you're looking for someone maybe not like technically the place you are but like when you're looking for someone like look at for them as a friend before you look at them to like potentially date so it's not a bad place to be in the friend zone is a good place friends because i was in it with Caleb. <laughs> he actually mom zoned me which was really weird. What is that? It was so weird. He would like be like, so I'm very, my nature is very motherly um, because I want to be a mother so bad. Not yet, not yet, not yet. (laughs) I'll check back with you in (laughs) six years. Uh, One year? What? what? (laughs) One year? (laughs) Not one year. What are these numbers? (laughs) One to six. (laughs) One to six. What is it? Um, roll a die. Roll a die. We'll, just, we'll, just, we'll roll yeah. that. Leave it up to uh, chance. Uh. Um, anyways, he was just like, he would just call me mom because oh, that's what yeah, other yeah. people would. And I was like, oh, he definitely doesn't like me because he's calling me mom. Like, I'm Wait, mom. you already liked him at that point? I like kind of ish. I was like, okay. oh, he's really cool and I could see myself dating him, but I'm not dating a boy here. Mm-hmm. It was a complicated thing. Interesting. Yeah. So. Okay, and then what happened? Oh, um, then we ended up being, like, counselors of the same age group. So um, he was over boys and I was over girls, mm-hmm. but that age group, like, interacts the t- whole time. So we were going to have to do a lot of things together. Because there came a point where at camp I was, like, literally, like, I'd see him and I'd run the other way. Because I was like, nope, 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 not liking him. This isn't happening. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, bye. Um, and then this week, hap- like, this week where we were, like, counselors of the same age group yeah. happened. And I was like, oh my gosh, we can't avoid each other. I was like, this sucks. And so we ended up having a conversation and he was like, yeah, I really like you. I was like, oh crap, I like you too. Oh, and, he's told you. Which that. was good. Oh. He like was really straightforward about it. He was like, hey, can we talk? I want to talk about us. And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was really mature about it, which was awesome. And then we didn't date until camp was over because camp has a rule of like not dating. Good rule, um, good rule. Yes, good rule. But... So then we started dating at the end of the summer and have been dating since. So, yeah. How long has that been? Um, July 27th is our anniversary. So I don't know. <laughs> it's Wait, over a year what? and a half. I know that. <laughs> okay, okay. I know it's over year a year and a half. That's okay. We, I mean, that's, we that's stopped keeping, like once we hit the year mark, right. we kind of stopped it's keeping like, track yeah, of the yeah, months. So yeah. Um, especially when we got engaged, we were like, which anniversary did we celebrate? <laughs> the day we started dating, the day we got engaged, or the day we we're going to get married, because they're all three different dates. All three of them. All three of them. All three of them. Ooh, that's a lot of gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, not every celebration has to come with gifts. Well, well yeah. The person is a gift. <laughs> except, it's a quality time. Well, except mm. we're long distance, so. 
Uh, I see. Okay, I was thinking like after y'all were married and you wanted something. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, all right, yes, all right, okay. all right. Different page. Okay, but now on the same page. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Um, so then the I guess kind of the last realm or the area I want to tackle is yeah. this idea of um finding quote unquote the one. Uh huh. Do you think that exists? Or like the soulmate scenario, or like mm-hmm. do you just keep waiting for it until you find that perfect person, mm-hmm. etc. What are your thoughts? So I do not believe in the one. Um, I do not think that when God created us, that He was like, okay, there's this one person and only this one person that you could ever marry, and if you don't find them, then tough luck. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I have a weird belief. But I kind of believe if the man is a strong believer whose life is completely centered around um, like following Christ and making Christ the center of his life, um, and the woman is the same way, then if they know nothing about each other, they could get married and eventually have one of the most beautiful, loving relationships ever. Um, Because that means Christ is the center of their relationship. And that is the most important thing about anything. and I mean, I think it's definitely important to make sure like other like aspects of your life match up. Like, oh, he's super into sports and I absolutely hate sports. And we would just like fight about this all the time. Mm. Like, okay, don't date him. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a simple thing. But also, as long as he loves the Lord or she loves the Lord, like nothing else truly matters. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the part that I love the most about Caleb. And so that should be the part that you love the most about your spouse. So, I don't think there's a one. Um, so, I don't think Caleb is, like, my one. I think mm-hmm. there could be other men that I could marry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to marry them because I want to marry Caleb. Mm-hmm. But I think there are other men that I could marry and have, like, a beautiful, loving, amazing yep. marriage with. Um, yep. That glorifies the Lord because that's what the point of marriage is, mm-hmm. is to glorify him. Um, so, I don't think yeah. there's a one. No, that's pretty. So. I I think about this, and and this is also a weird way of thinking about yeah. it, in terms of like predestination. Yeah. And so it's like God Ooh. has already chosen people that yeah. He's going to call into His family. Okay. But our role as Christians and as children of God is to spread that message to people who don't know. So our friends, our loved ones, our relatives, etc. But you don't know if. God ultimately chooses them. Yeah. So I think that God ultimately, in his perfect will, has someone for you. Yeah. Has that one person mm-hmm. for you. But as the recipient, as as us, we don't know who that is. Yeah. And so we shouldn't limit ourselves to, Yeah. you know, people we uh, could potentially date or marry just yeah. because we don't think that they're the one that God has set up for us because eventually oh, yeah. we will end up with that person. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, like, see that. Like, the Lord knows who I'm going to end up with. Like, if I get married, because also it's okay to not get married. It's okay to be single. Um, Like, if you don't feel like you should date or get married, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's very okay to not. So, but if you do, the Lord already knows who you end up because he's outside of, like, outside of time. So, he already knows who you end up with. Um, So, there's kind of, in a way, I guess. In that sense, it is. Yeah, but it's not like you're going to, like, miss out on the one. Exactly. Yeah. If that makes sense, too. Totally. Yeah. Um, and so, a uh, kind of related question. 
is it then possible to regret marrying a particular person later on? I think definitely. Um, if you don't evaluate them the way that you need to evaluate them before you get married, of like, okay, how is their heart posture? Is it actually a heart posture for the Lord? Um, if you don't notice that they're abusive to, towards you and then you get married and they are physically abusive to you, or emotionally or mentally or anything like that like I think it's very possible to regret who you marry because you're I mean love blindsides you like love like mm-hmm. takes away these like filters of like actually evaluating someone so I think if you don't like take a step back and actually look at the person of who they are um, to see if they actually do love the Lord because that was my problem in high school as I wasn't actually seeing if they love the Lord um, yeah. and then I think if you like end up marrying that person who doesn't love the Lord you will regret it mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. And I think even I I do believe that there are going to be moments in my marriage with Caleb that I'm going to regret marrying him um, and he's going to regret marrying me. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't mean like that's the end. Right. Mm-hmm. It means, okay, well, like, how are we going to move through this and like get through this and like continue loving each other even in the moments that I don't want to love you and I don't want to serve you because mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. the covenant is for, like doing things even when you don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so... And if you didn't meet him through camp, how were you kind of envisioning meeting someone you were going to date? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of circle? Like, through church or, like, any other, like, campus ministry or stuff like that? Yeah, I definitely did not think I was going to actually be in the position I am right now of being engaged my senior year. Um, all my brothers got married. I have three old brothers. They all got married really young. Um so I didn't think that was going to be me, though. I thought I was going to, like, graduate college and move somewhere and go to a new church and hopefully find Find my spouse there. there. Um, I think church is a beautiful place to find your spouse um, Mm -hmm. because then you know they're already at church. Yeah. (laughs) And that is a good number one. For (laughs) sure. A good first step. Um, And it, like, gives you the excuse to start spiritual conversations with them and be like, oh, where is your walk with the Lord? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But obviously, with that kind of, you mentioned a little bit ago, from that friendship perspective, like, we're friends I'm just caring for you as yeah. another son or daughter oh, yeah. of God. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, yeah, it's to- it makes it less awkward, or it makes it normal to yeah. ask those questions and have those conversations. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, last question. What would you say to someone who is single right now? stay single (laughs) why Um, if that's where you're at then be where you're at and love where you're at um also the church is messing up with how they're like speaking to singles i feel like the church is always like oh well what's wrong like why aren't you dating someone like let's try to fix it and figure out what's wrong so we can like get it to where you do have a boyfriend or girlfriend or like why aren't you married by 30 that's so weird and that's like not okay for the church to do that um because totally. if we look at the bible both jesus and paul were both not ever married they were single the whole time um and that's like a beautiful thing singleness is such a pretty like beautiful thing that i yeah. miss a lot of the time of like and i'm going to miss next year when i'm married of like i can't go to cookout at 3 a.m with one of my friends because i'm gonna have to be with my spouse at 3 a.m because that's what you do um yeah. but like take advantage of your singleness and the time that you have with that and like the freedom you have within your singleness to build relationships that are for the Lord um, and to have those conversations but also just enjoy being single yeah, um, and not being like tied to another person and that kind of stuff 
but it's not a bad thing. No. I know society says it's such a bad thing, but it's not. Yeah. It drives me bonkers. Yeah, and I think it like just people feeling like they have to rush into that. Oh, yeah. You know, and we were talking about this in the beginning, like not being in a state where you are ready to date, mm-hmm. but people are just kind of like being pressured, maybe, yeah. either from themselves or from their family or from yeah. culture as a whole yeah. to do it. And yeah, I think we see a lot of repercussions of that. Oh, yeah. Totally. Of people dating people they shouldn't be dating. Yeah. And like, yeah, rushing into things they shouldn't be. But yeah, definitely. Doesn't always end uh, mm-hmm. very prettily. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, I did have one more thing. But I forget. I definitely so. have something to say about engagement. Yes, yes please okay. do. Yeah. Um, so engagement is amazing, but it also really sucks. There yeah. are like aspects of it that are really hard and really difficult. Um, I think we hear a lot about how like, oh, engagement is so fun. You get to plan mm-hmm. your wedding and like your future, which is so true. Like planning a wedding and planning my future with Caleb is so exciting and so fun. Um, but it's also really difficult because when you're engaged like you know you're about to be with this person forever yes and you're just waiting for that day to where you can be with that person yes and a lot of the time you're like okay why the heck do i have to keep waiting like why can't we just go ahead and get married and be married but while dating is not mentioned in the bible like engagement is and like i think that is significant that engagement is in the bible because um there is like a reason to it and i didn't see it until my brother gave a toast um after caleb and i got engaged okay and i thought it was gonna be a funny toast but it was actually really insightful he said that when he was engaged he like felt the same way of just like yearning to be with his wife and wanting to be with her he was like screw it like i just want to do this like let's go but then someone like spoke this like words of wisdom into him and was like there is a reason to engagement um because like like i said earlier the man is supposed to reflect Christ. Yes. And the woman is supposed to reflect the church. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And so this is like actually what's happening right now in engagement. So Christ is in heaven, right? Mm-hmm. He's up in heaven with the Lord, um, with God. And so he is up there waiting for the return of his bride, of his church. So he has to patiently wait for his bride to come to him. Um, and that's what engagement is of like, he like you are waiting for your bride to come to you um and that also reflects christ in the church um so like while marriage definitely does like even engagement does of like this patient that christ patience that like christ is having to like have for his bride and his church to come to him in heaven Mm -hmm. like that's what's happening with engagement as well and that's like a good way to like look at it and know that like okay there is a reason that we're doing this we are like preparing ourselves for marriage and like to become one and to be unified um and to like learn more about that but also that this is what christ is doing right now to us and how beautiful that is so wow yeah i was just like blown away i said that is really insightful that's really i know i never heard that before yeah that's awesome yeah so as much as it's fun and sucky there is a reason to it Mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful reason yeah wow well, thank you so much, Cindy, for coming <laughs> on. That yeah. was an incredible episode. I had a lot of fun and learned a lot for sure. Um, if you wouldn't mind uh, doing the honors of closing us out with the outro. Yeah. So thanks for listening to the dating series, guys. Make sure to follow the 7% podcast on Instagram. It's at the underscore 7% with the number 7, not 7 spelled out. Um, Give us feedback and DM us to be featured on the 7% and feel free to message with topics and comments 
stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Peace.